You're tuning into New Life Vietnam. Today's message by Pastor Love is The Weapons of Righteousness from 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 1 to 13. The building uh, as we need a shelter, a home. And so this is uh, the, the building we are in and we are thankful for the uh, a number of our, our team uh, continue to uh, serve uh, until uh, further notice, meaning like um, we've been through this, right? So if it ever happened, I pray will not. Uh, I don't think going to be a total lockdown, but in case of that, we are ready. Um, I'm thankful for the uh, tech team that be able to, uh, to keep the live stream going on for us, uh, even after the first uh, wave. Uh, someone, a few of you asked that will we keep uh, will we keep the live stream? I said we will go hybrid. So I think that uh, that's a good decision I made, and so that we always have the hybrid live stream online on site, right? So um, we are in the second Sunday of February, and by the way, happy Lunar New Year, happy Tet, everyone. Yes. <laughs> oh, and happy Valen. Day. Well, even though it's not quite Christian, but Christian can redeem that and try to, you know, talk about God's love, which is okay. You know, we engage the culture and we should talk about the agape, the love from all high, that through Christ Jesus, that for the world. Not talking about the romantic kind of a love, because romantic love without Christ, I see it as a disaster. But, you know, uh, and as we see throughout uh, history, we need to have the God's agape love through Christ Jesus. So whoever receives that love will feel their uh, empty tank, their love tank, or toxic kind of love uh, to be redeemed and being washed so that from the new heart, they will generate a kind of agape love for one another. And that's what I, I'm convinced and I'm convicted. So I hope uh, that you also be filled with God's love this morning. Amen? Amen. Well, some of you say, Pastor, it's a, you know, Valentine's Day, it's the New Year's Day. Why did you choose the title, The Weapons of Righteousness? I mean, I planned this before the, the, the third wave, right? So I just stick to that. And I think it's also, uh, it's good for us to know, um, as this is in the context of uh, people of God being called to be ambassador, ambassador for Christ. So it's followed chapter 5. And uh, we talk about Andrew, Andrew and you, uh, Messes, uh, last Sunday. And uh, I, I felt a sense of uh, prompting our Holy Spirit that, you know, the direction of, of our church that for this year is that in whatever way, whatever means, how small, how big, how intense you are, but we want to gear toward that, you know, we are being Andrew, ambassador for Christ. You, some people say, oh, like maybe Moses, I, I cannot speak, I cannot you know, speak in public. Then you speak one-on-one, then you be Andrew, bringing Peter to Christ, right? And every one of us, I believe, can be Andrew. Right? Not everybody maybe have a gift like Apostle Peter, and even I don't, and I, no one claim that everybody can become like Peter, but God will use you and me like Andrew. And in, in a way, Second Corinthians said that you are, not say, you know, if, not say, but it's whether you respond to the call or not, you are ambassador for Christ. 
because you believe in Christ and you reconcile with God the Father through Christ Jesus. And therefore, it's just not like, hey, you know, I'm just going to, you know, live this life on autopilot mode, however it goes. No, you have, you have a plan that God gives you. You are ambassador for Christ. You are uh, called to be Andrew, to bring Peter, and you will come and see. Say, hey, come and see and check out my church, check out my home, check out my workplace. It's a, it's a way that you open your life and let others say, not yet believers, non-believers, all kinds of stuff come into your home, your church, and then, you know, and then mingle and then engage with you. And that's how Christians are supposed to living out the faith, not inward looking and just about yourself and ourselves and our church. Our church suppose we do we have war, but suppose that is it inviting the door will open uh, our home, our heart. And that's it's a posture of worship and being ambassador of Christ. You are a representative of the kingdom of God. Amen? So, weapon of righteousness. Now, <clears throat> all of you think about weapon, you think of more like destruction and, and destroy. Maybe true. A weapon of mass destruction are designed to eliminate the mass, right? Whether lethal weapon, uh, there's a use of non-lethal weapon for the case of demonstration, riots, and so on. As this day, you can see a lot of non-lethal uh, weapon being used, like tear gas. Uh, uh, there are a lot of research done to, uh, you know, to increase the effectiveness of non-lethal weapon, meaning like how to disperse the crowd uh, with an instant. Uh, they are thinking about even kind of a long, uh, long wave, microwave. Uh, uh, that can, you know, make the skin hit, you know, the skin burn and the people just run away, right? Because they, they, they don't want to use a lethal weapon, right? Be- because the weapon, all the weapon attempt to stop violence in some cases or bring peace to certain situations. Uh, certain conflict cannot resolve by negotiation, by peace talk, uh, by, you know, some sort of agreement, then always the war uh, will uh, break out. Uh, they usually always have any war, any use of weapon, we have casualty, we have fatality, whether people like it or not, whether non-lethal, even the case of riot, uh, there will be maybe a few people uh, die, a lot of injury, uh, because the minute that, 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 that we, human, or any kind of government in form of authority use weapon, there are always casualty and fatalities. However, unlike the weapons of mass destruction or lethal or non-lethal, weapon of righteousness of, on the other hand, are designed to stop believers from falling from God's grace. Stop ambassador from just going astray because you are representative of God's kingdom, right? And, 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 and the weapons of righteousness train the ambassador for godliness, for holiness. This kind of weapon that the Bible talks about. Let's, uh, let's go to, um, you know, uh, the book of, uh, uh, the letter of, of, of 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1 to 13. And uh, you can read any translation uh, you want, but I'm going to reading out, in this case, I'm going to reading out uh, NIV um, 
translation as I see in this particular passage is translated closer to uh, the original text. And so uh, let me read for us. Chapter 6, 2 Corinthians. As God's co-workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. For he say, in the time of my favor, I hurt you. In the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. You can, you can uh, use the word favor for grace. Uh, the, the language in the Old Testament used favor. Fa- uh, Noah found favor in God's sight, meaning God's grace, because that's how the Old Testament used the word favor. Right? So, so this, in this case, they want, uh, the, the Paul wants to bring kind of uh, the connection with, you know, in the past as well. So use favor. You can trans- our translation, we use grace. Now is the day of salvation. So uh, let me repeat again. I tell you, Paul said, now is the time of God's favor or God's grace. Now is the day of salvation. Verse 3, we put no stumbling block in anyone's path so that our ministry will not be discredited. Rather, as servant of God, we commend ourselves in every way, in great endurance, in troubles, in hardship, in distresses, in beatings, imprisonment, and riots, in hard work, sleepless night and hunger, in purity, understanding, patience, and kindness, in the Holy Spirit, and in sincere love, in truthful speech, and in the power of God, with weapons of righteousness, in the right hand and in the left. Genuine and yet regarded as imposter. Known yet regarded as, as unknown. Dying and yet we live on. Bitten and yet not killed. Sorrowful yet always rejoicing. Poor yet making many rich. Having nothing yet possessing everything. Verse 11, we have spoken freely to you, church in Corinth, or the Corinthians, and open wide, open wide our hearts to you. We are not withholding our affection from you, but you are withholding yours from us. As a fair exchange, I speak to my children, open wide your hearts also. Uh, this is, of course, the context of the whole letter of Second uh, Corinthians. Is that you know there will be some perhaps some tension between the apostle Paul and the church in Corinth, and uh, uh, you know about the the the, the his role in ministry because perhaps that they're always there as you can see Paul's letter. There's always a threat of um, you know. Uh, false theology, they always uh, a cult maybe try to you know, insidiously insert in the church. So all his teaching try to uh, protect the church through teaching of being grounded you know, by uh, God's grade and by the sound theology because his role is that God used him to bring the church in, in good formation in sound doctrine. So in this case that, that he early on talk about the ambassador, and then he talk about you know 
uh, a group of uh, apostles and disciples uh, being, you know, apostle, and the church maybe accused him of different things and throughout all the relationship. And so he, he tried to tell the church that because that an ambassador and being ambassador, they're being given, you know, weapons of righteousness. It's like the uh, nuclear uh, court. Uh, it's given to the authority, you may be the president and a few, uh, you know, uh, general military, the same weapons of righteousness will give to ambassador, Christ follower. And, and Paul laid out all the things that, that he went through. He went through with the church and, and some of the other apostles as well. We don't know exactly who, but definitely this case, he himself went through all of this. And so uh, the first point I want to bring out to us is that um, number one, the, um, the weapons of righteousness is given, are given, the weapons of righteousness are given to those who follow Christ, ambassador of Christ, co-working with Jesus, you know. It's just not like Jesus asks us to follow him and then he will do everything. He asked the disciple. He teach them. He train them. He rebuke them. He correct them. He exhort them. He love them. He stay with them, and and then train them to be like him and to go out to preach the good news. Even he only live on the uh, planet Earth about thirty three plus year. The disciple will will carry on the mission, and that's why uh, he continued to co work with his ambassador. So yes, you and I, we ambassador. We are the one that who received this privilege that to co-work with Jesus, the Son of God. Amen? It's such a privilege. I don't know if you receive a letter, as we talk about in Romans already, you receive a letter, you are invited to join, to co- co-work with the president or the presidential uh, cabinet, right? It's just, it's just an honor, whether your country, you like your president or not, but, you know, it's a kind of an honor to co-work with the president, right? So in this case, this is not only the president of the universe, but the Savior, the Lord, the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords, amen? So by responding to be his ambassador, well, Jesus called everyone and he stayed. Those who believe in me, reconcile with the Father through me, you are ambassador. Well, in reality, let's say he called out 100, maybe, I don't know, 50, 60, 70, 80 responded. There were people like, yeah, thank you, but no thanks, right? I don't want to be ambassador. It looked like, you know, very intimidating to follow you, be ambassador, a lot of responsibility. The same. Christian today, sometimes they drop their responsibility to be Christ-like ambassador simply because it's just hard. It's just difficult. I mean, talk about the disciple, you know, the cost of being a disciple of, of Jesus Christ. You have to what, like, you know, love Jesus the best, even you hate your own life, your own self and your parents and those who, who have the cultural perspective. So, no, I cannot uh, love Jesus more than my parents. My parents, number one, I love them more than Jesus. And that say, you cannot be my disciple. This is a radical call. And the same with being an ambassador. This is representative, representative of the kingdom of God. So he's he going to train us. So we co-working with Jesus by simply responding to the invitation. You are ambassador, come and follow me. Yes or no? He never forced us. And of course, you know, and as a pastor, I know even this call out to, let's say, our church about you know, 80, 90 plus 
humanly speaking, if 50 or 60 respond, you know, it's considered very successful already. I, I, I mean, I wish and I pray 100%. But somehow the reality is just, just reality. That people hear from one ear to another ear, they dial to the rain edge at some point during the week, and they don't want to respond to be the ambassador. And they're just simply tired, right? Uh, and they I don't have a time to pause and, and take a stock or examine their life, how they live. And therefore, their only one excuse is, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm tired, I'm tired. I don't want to be ambassador of Christ, for Christ, during the week. At best, I already come on Sunday, right? Then, of course, there will be the people who never experience the greatness, the goodness, and the encounter with God through Jesus Christ, through the mission that He called each every one of us. Are you still with me? If my message is so comforting, some of you can sleep o- online, right? So I know some of you are already in bed, laying down. I mean, I, 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 I feel good. Some people that come to the church and sleep because, you know, they have the courage to sleep, you know, like the, and it's been quite comforting, right? So, so um, but I hope that, that, that this message will uh, at least ignite something in you for this year, regardless the pandemic. Uh, you can be Andrew even online, right? You can Zoom, talk to some friend. You can bring somebody to Christ without, being the, without needing the expert. And some people say, oh, only pastor can do that. Actually, some of you do better than me, right? So God called each of us as part of the body. We all have the function connected to the body. There's no one higher than the other. We all connect to the head, which is Christ Jesus. Amen? Number two. Don't receive God's grace in vain. <laughs> How? By making it dormant on noon, zero. Meaning like God graciously gave us His grace through His Son, Jesus Christ. But some of, it, some, some of us maybe not use it at all. Maybe use once. <laughs> That's 20 years ago. And how, how does that play? Say, Pastor, I, 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 I accept God. Say, yes. But if you and I still withhold our forgiveness to someone, if we do not forgive someone, basically we tell God, I don't need your grace. Come on. Uh, because, you know, they, they offend me. They hurt me. Therefore, I will not release forgiveness. I will hold that. So the same, the Bible said, if you do not forgive your brother and sister, well, God, your heavenly Father, will not forgive you, your sin. And we all are sinners. And some of us, as my pastoral observation, and even I have to examine my life, uh, there are times that we do not utilize or use God's grace. In the circumstance, even if us, especially pastors around the world, sometimes they're just being harsh to themselves, uh, seriously. Uh, they feel like, you know, they're not measure up, they're not good preacher, they're not good uh, admin, they're all of that, and they feel as a failure, their church is small, and you know, all of that, the, the so-called cultural pressure put them in, and they feel like, you know, I'm not deserving this, and they quit, or they're just being bitten, and then just feel defeated, and especially Mr. Around the World, being a lot, especially also the big churches, and the mega churches, and they uh, with all the failure, moral failure of a recent event, 2020, 
I shall not name anyone, but it's a series of all the, you know, Christian leaders and minister and, you know, failure, morally, morally failure. It had caused a hurt, the pain to the total, the, the global body of Christ and, um, and all the more for the, uh, the, uh, the atheists, the non-Christian mock uh, the Christian world. And being part of the ambassador of Christ, sometimes we feel shameful. Uh, we feel, uh, you know, we, we don't want to talk about Christianity because we don't think that, you know, it's something that the world will appreciate it. It's not about whether the world or, or people around us appreciate Christianity or not. It is we are called to be ambassador. And Paul lay out later that, that we need to apply grace to both ourselves and the people around us. In, 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 in marriage, uh, the husband lavishly, supposed like Christ, lavishly, uh, you know, give grace to the wife and the children. And the wife and the children, like the church, submit to Christ and, you know, follow uh, the authority that Christ placed in the home. That will be a Christian home. And the same with the church. I, I want to be a kind of pastor, lavishly, you know, graciously uh, give uh, all the church members. At the same time, I want to bring people into the, the training of righteousness and to have the weapon of righteousness, which Paul uh, lay out in just a minute. And uh, so, so I want you and I have to constantly remind ourselves, grace from God to Jesus Christ, first and foremost for us, for yourself, and then as you receive that, you will grant and give to others. And to a form of forgiveness, reconciliation, to a form of so mercy, and all of that, right? A compassion. And because we cannot give out from the empty. If we don't have it, we keep giving out grace, and then we got frustrated and say, nobody respond to, you know, my, nobody appreciate uh, my uh, grace. B- because, you know, because first and foremost, maybe you and yourself do not feel with God's grace first and foremost. Amen? Are you still with me? Number three. Well, you are watching online, so you have nowhere to go. I can be a longer sermon, right? I'm kidding. Maybe I tr- I just have about five points. That's all. Uh, being God's servant uh, by embracing life in full spectrum. I mean, life is is life that God has given to us even before we know Christ. But we don't appreciate life, or we don't know what life supposed to be. Now, after we believe, life in Christ does not mean a kind of a red carpet. Right, a, a, a path with full of, uh, you know, with, with uh, peace and no struggle and, and rosy path. No, it, it's full of struggle because we need to learn to embrace life in the full spectrum. And now, how Paul laid this out, all right? The next slide will be uh, life, embracing life in full spectrum. Uh, the Bible used a lot of uh, <coughs> conjunction here, in, 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 and then true, right? Uh, we mean that because we, life in full spectrum, we have to be some sort, we cannot run away from it. We cannot escape from this planet. Even you go to the mountain, the cave, the problem still follow you, right? So has, because you're in the life, you will be in trouble, you'll be in suffering, but true through good things, bad things, all the things, life in full spectrum. Like, you know, from, from, uh, from the worst case scenario to the best case scenario, right? In that sense. All right, so number one, in. Uh, in great affliction, right? Is that the word? Great endurance, right? Great endurance. 
not just small. I mean, a lot of people already wish that 2020 is gone. And 2021 is kind of happy, happy. Everybody wish each other a wishful thinking. But I already warned, I said, you know, if you declare the year of the Lord 2020, 2021, the year of the Lord, regardless the pandemic, the third wave, I pray not will be the fourth wave in Vietnam, but even the fifth wave, the sixth wave, we cannot stay faithful and hold steadfast. And that's how we deal with life. That's how we embrace. Actually, the word deal seems like we always have a trouble. In fact, we always have trouble when we embrace it. We embrace life in full spectrum, in great endurance, in great affliction, hardship, calamities, be- uh, 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 beatings. Actually, I'm spelling here, beatings. I mean, somebody is it, it beating. The Apostle Paul got bitten out. Imprisonment, he got imprisonment. Right? I don't know about you. I, I know other pastors have been imprisoned. I myself have not. I will pray not. But, you know, Paul went through. In riots, I mean, talk about there where he preached the gospel in Ephesus, I remember. Talk about, you know, you don't need that idols, right? The, the, the efficient God, right? Uh, the, the, silver, uh, the silversmith made business out of that. And then this means that nobody worshipped the idol anymore. Then the business went, you know, broke. So riot, you know, pull him out and bitten him and wrongly accuse him. You know, think about that. Wherever that you and I go, preach the gospel that people went out business. I mean, that's, that's, that's that God used ambassador. We mean, we don't go and, you know, we kind of talk about uh, a nice message. We talk God's word and then people went out business. They mean they have to change business. But in that case, they got riot. Um, you know, they, they tried, they, they actually bitten, uh, they have bitten Paul uh, in labor, in hardship, sleepless nights, hunger, right? Feel hunger. Not, not talk about he fasting. It means that he had no food to eat. You know, talk about all the apostles travel not by airplane, by, by walk, by horses, by donkey, by boat. In that time, their boat is sailed for months and years before arrive. Something I they don't know is that there's no GPS, they don't know is a storm or not, there's no uh, weather forecast. Uh, so they just embrace and they just charge and go. Right? Uh, be in, uh, this is a different section, in purity, talking about. Even though all of that great vision, his mind, his heart, and the apostle Paul and other apostle, disciple Jesus Christ, they have to be a purity of mind, purity of heart. Uh, they, they continue to, to learn God's word, the knowledge of God, right? In knowledge of God. They have to patient with people they, they, they serve. The churches, there will be always rebellious people universally from, from, from day one of creation that uh, we see in Genesis 3 or uh, today. They're always rebellious people and that including sometimes ourselves. Right? So impatient with one another, kindness in the Holy Spirit and genuine love. Not a fake love, but a genuine love. And then uh, in truthful speech, uh, when, when you and I, if we're ambassador, we should speak the truth in love, in truthful speed. If we're not speaking the truth, we are lying in a way. Really. Half truth even consider as a lie, right? So whenever that you have, I encourage you, you have certain issue among yourself or even with your family members, uh, you speak the truth in love. And thank God that the first today is in Lunar Canada, it's the third Third day of Luna, right? The third day. On the first day, I visit uh, my in-law, 
And I mean, we've been talking to them, sharing with them the gospel, and you know, and uh, we pray during the meal. But yes, on the first day we visit, somehow the Lord's open. Um, you know, my my mom-in-law, Hua's mother, and I just simply pray for her and just declare Jesus. And uh, we talk about, you know, she is. Uh, uh, worshiping the ancestor, they have a uh, family altar there. So I speak directly and boldly and graciously, and she just opened her heart and and in a way says so good start. So continue to pray for us. You kind of receive, and she would not reject of Jesus and say, okay, I receive Jesus. And she asked, how do I follow Jesus? I just simply just you need to know his love letter. I'm gonna pray for you, and it's just a joy for me on the first lunar new year. And I speak boldly to her. Continue to, to, to pray for her. Continue to pray for her. Right? It's a good start. Right? Um, but the thing is that, both the good thing is that she got dementia. So she forgot what she was worshipping in the past. I mean, the idols. It means that whatever I just told her, maybe forgotten the next day. So it's good. And, but continue to pray. The Holy Spirit kind of uh, gets some, some information down into a certain part of the brain. Right? And so that, praise the Lord. So I do pray for those of you who have loved ones, parents, siblings, who have not yet come to know Jesus, really. You know, you can just Zoom with them, call them, and boldly speak the word of Jesus. I have found the Messiah. I met Jesus. You want to come and see? Join the live stream link. You want to uh, uh, talk about that? I'm happy to talk about that. Be bold and courageous because I tell you, the time is coming. If you do not use God's grace, it will stay dormant and in vain. And we just think this life is just a waste, wasteful and useless. I want all of us to be useful, impactful for the kingdom of God. Be Andrew or however you like to be in whatever means you need to use the vehicle in truthful speed and the power of God with the weapons of righteousness. You start, you would pause in, what, what are the weapons of righteousness? It is uh, difficult to know what Paul has in mind. So we have to kind of link with all of his letter, right? He could maybe talk about the armor of righteousness in Ephesians 6. He could kind of uh, later in chapter 10, he kind of show us a few clue that what he was he was talking about. So, number one, next slide. That he might talking about, oh, wait, wait, the, 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 the conjunction through. In all of this, through what? Honor or other translation, glory. I mean, talk about the glory of God, the honoring God. As we go this in the full spectrum of life, we are honoring God. Sometimes we receive honor from people. As we serve the Lord, people sometimes give us honor, sometimes give us dishonor. And some ambassador will dishonor God because of how they live, not up to Christ-like standard, right? So in a way, through all of this honor or dishonor, slander or praise, people talk back behind the apostle in the case of the Corinth. A Corinthian church there, and, and people slander his reputation, uh, whether praise him for one year, uh, slander the next year, right? Before I came back to this church, you know, we have um, uh, a class called uh, Pastoral Theology, right? And then in this class, there are senior pastor, also a, professor, a lecturer that, that teach on that subject. 
and uh, uh, there's there some other pastor come and share some of the discussion. And they said, that, okay, young pastor, that class, a young pastor, all a seminarian young pastor, this is going to be happen to you. This is usually when you come back, you know, people will praise you, right? Uh, people will praise you. Uh, and uh, then, uh, uh, then the next year, they will crucify you. If you survive the crucifixion, uh, you will rest resurrection. You will get resurrection. And then when I came back, I did not go to the praise period. Go straight to crucifixion, which is I cut short. The Lord is blessing. <laughs> I did not go. Uh, and all my friends pray with me and say, bless, God bless you because otherwise it keeps you humble, right? No need praise, right? Just go straight to crucifixion. And then you got resurrection. And that is true enough, right? To honor, dishonor. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there will people slander me behind, but that's not my focus. Uh, I will focus to honor God, right? Uh, whether I preach the Word of God and whether uh, that, that you will come to honor God or dishonor Him, that's your business. Uh, whether you slander God's Word or, or talk behind any of, of people, of God's people, or you praise Him for who He is, right? The Bible never calls us to slander other people. And never also, not, not quite, you know, to praise other people above Christ, but we praise God and thank for each one of us. Amen? Amen. All right, so, uh, so what other weapon of righteousness you ask? Well, in the context of Second Corinthians, uh, in chapter 10, next uh, verse, uh, next slide. Oh, uh, okay, let me talk about this. So in connection, there's a cross-reference. Uh, or kind of an allusion to uh, uh, Paul's language of using a weapon, right? He's talking about the armors. But actually, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 18, talking about the full armor of God. So technically, it's not weapons. But you can see as also weapon because you got, you got your belt of truth, you know, between readiness. You got the breastplate of righteousness, mean that in the, in the metaphor, in the... In the, in the figure of speech that, you know, when in the war, you know, nobody can, you know, jab into your heart. So protect your heart. And then you got a sandal, uh, the gospel of peace, that also going out in peace through Christ Jesus. And, and bring the shalom, right, as you go, bring the message. And the shield of faith, I mean, you know, of course, you know, shield you from spiritual uh, arrow, attack, uh, evil spirit attack. And then you got a helmet of salvation, being that, you know, if somebody wants to knock you out, you know, with a hammer or, or you know, the, the, the picture is that usually the devil sometimes knock your head first because you kind of blur and just, just, you know, cannot remember God's word. And then you got a sword of the Holy Spirit, you know, you kind of fend up or defend yourself against all the evil spirit as well. Talk about the word of God, right? This is, but this is a full armor of God. But the, the second uh, passage in chapter 10, within the, the same letter. So I think this is probably, is likely that Paul talking about weapons of righteousness because it's the same letters, right? Even though there may be some, uh, uh, you know, allusion, uh, he alluded to the armor of God, full armor, but I think this is more likely the case that he talked about the weapons of righteousness. Are you still with me? 
So in chapter 10, verse 3 to 6, it talks about, For though we walk in the flesh, all of us, we walk in the flesh. And flesh means our body, uh, even including some sinful nature we still have. We are not waging war according to the flesh. We're not going out fighting somebody. Even, even someone sin against us, we are not going to beating that person because we know the force behind that person, the evil spirit, and the accuser, the great accuser, Satan, used that person to accuse the brother and sister in the book of Revelation, give us a picture that Satan, the accuser, always bring out accusation against God's elect, God's people through Christ Jesus. And therefore, here, Paul talks about that we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons... He did not specify here the weapon of righteousness, but we can think this connect. So for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Stronghold can be many things. It could be a stronghold spiritually. could be even could be some of your die-hard habit. That does not, that do not please the Lord. You know it is in a gray area, but almost in the dark. But you just don't want to give it up. And I, I tell you, this is the weapon of righteousness. This is the weapon that can destroy and can deliver you out of that stronghold. Destroy argument. And every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. Raised against, not mean, uh, even raised against the knowledge of God means the whole Bible. There are people who are against the Scripture. They say, I don't like the New Testament. And I don't like the Old Testament. Or the Old Testament is outdated. Some of the law is not there true. Uh, so I just you know, buy in only Jesus Christ and the New Testament. Because without the Old Testament, remember this, without the Old Testament, there will be no fulfillment of Jesus Christ. And even exactly nobody knows who is Jesus Christ. Right, because he can just come claim because he claimed and fulfilled the Old Testament. So, as a Christian, we have to hold dear to the whole revelation of God from Genesis to Revelation, and any attack to the Scripture of that will against the knowledge of God. And so many Christian cult today, they will basically that we only take certain part that they like or they feel that is profitable or beneficial to them, and that they will only teach that part and not the other part. Uh, the form of prosperity gospel is also a form of it is a dishonor, in my opinion, dishonor to the knowledge of God because you're not preaching the full gospel but only prosperity part. But the gospel of God is also not a poverty gospel, right? So the other extreme that they preach the gospel of God is poverty. You have to be poor and to be holy, and that's wrong too, right? And then the other extreme, you have to be rich in order that God accept you, right? So that's also wrong, right? So the cross is going to be the center, that light. We have to embrace light in full spectrum, in hardship, in joy. As the Apostle Paul said, in abundance, in poverty, in, 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 in full of, uh, of nourishment, in lack, in hunger, in great affliction, you know, embrace it all. And so this weapon of righteousness to destroy argument, every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God, and take every thought captive to obey to Christ. This weapon, it has the ability to detect your own thoughts. 
So if you, if you and I want to practice this, every sinful thought, we need to capture that to Christ first. Right? So if you're fighting your, your flesh, like, oh, I try to have, you know, strong will and control, you probably one week and then you let your God down that again. The, the, you know, you go into the sinful habit again. You need to take the first trigger of your thoughts captive to Christ. Say, hey, Christ, you monitor my brain and know that evil thought and sinful thought. Whoop. Lord, I repented, submit to Christ. And there, when your thinking, your thought begin to be under submission of Christ, your habit, new habit in Christ begins to form. So I'm really praying for those who have issue or struggling with porn addiction, alcohol, or you know, even workaholic, or all kinds of addiction. The strategy is you have to use the weapons of righteousness. That you need to take every thought captive to obey Christ. And that is going to be the ultimate solution and the victory in Christ. Victory that comes not because that you have strong will and a, a strong flesh, but victory comes when you surrender to Christ and yield to the Holy Spirit. Amen? Be ready to punish every disobedience. So as the Apostle Paul, as you know, he went from churches to churches, he teaching God's Word, and also he punished disobedience. In 1 Corinthians, he punished how they say, hand over to the guy that even the Gentile would not do that. How can in the church of God can tolerate the incest case? There's no way even the unbeliever will not do that. You know, hand him over to Satan. Uh, how do they do that practically? I don't know. It could be kick out of the church, kick out of the community. Uh, in our case, probably they're going to hand over to the authority, I mean the, the police. And, you know, there are cases that even we have to call the police so that they can be arrested and put in jail so that they can wake up and, you know, and... and, and uh, and, and, uh, and repent from the sin. Um, last, uh, last week, I think just a few days ago, I have an, uh, an online meeting with the research team from Discord, right? As some of you know. And uh, among the selected six people, uh, just share how they experience, I share the contribution, uh, I mean, what do we expect the Discord to do. Out of one of that, there will be... This is all uh, non-gamer uh, people, meaning like they will use Discord for their profession, right? Different thing, the one group. And there's uh, one gentleman, is, uh, he said, I use for my uh, religious group. And I, I just kind of uh, text him, a DM, direct message, say, are you talking about church? And he say, uh, no, uh, we're talking about the meditation group, right? The, the Buddhist meditation group. And uh, and then uh, he seemed to be famous, right? So uh, I uh, I uh, <coughs> I uh, Google him. Actually, I asked uh, Lam uh, to help me because while I'm talking, I want to find out. So I Google him, search him, and it looked like he is uh, he was in prison for sex offender. Uh, mean he's uh, he's um, uh, he was in jail for um, you know uh, as a sex offender. But after the time that he in jail, he kind like. I guess he repented from that, and uh, he he started an organization to try to rescue all the uh, child abuse and other cases and a, a, a group. Uh, but I, I wish I wish I mean I wish that I can engage and bring him to Christ, uh, which is he know. But but he he in the 
Buddhist meditation group, and part of the group is also helping, uh, you know, uh, all the uh, sec, uh, uh, I mean, the, all the child, uh, the victims, right? And uh, and and that th my point, I want to bring the story is that sometimes imprisonment and jail uh, can bring people uh, to repentance, and that's why in other country they allow uh, churches or Christian to go. Uh, my friend in Singapore uh, still go on the on a weekly basis. Uh, one of friend I know went to the prison in Singapore, uh, just minister and share the uh, gospel, and hopefully during that time, because it's probably the best time that they're being in jail, that they can see light in different different angle. And hopefully the good news, the gospel, can bring out of the darkness. Bring them out of the darkness even before the jail term finish. That would be beautiful, right? And so, um, of course, in Vietnam, I don't know there will be room for that. But we can continue, you know, uh, to, to pray uh, for those that you know, whether in addiction or either in sin, uh, you speak. Uh, the love uh, of God to them, but also remember that also in the church, taught specifically talk about the body of Christ. He will punish every disobedient. As a pastor, I want to be a nice pastor. But the nice pastor in biblical terms, sometimes if I ignore disobedience, uh, I, I, will, I will not deploy the weapon of righteousness. If somebody in the church cause issues, sin, and without repentance. And we'll, uh, in our church, we exercise Matthew 18. And we speak director person, one in one. I will bring the, the deacons, in our case, the elder deacon, bring them to one in twice, three times. And then publicly, if that person not declare, not, not repented, will declare on the church that person is not believer. Meaning, we continue to reach out as non-believer. You see? But what posts try to communicate to the church in Corinth because they're quite toxic in a way and there are a lot of issue and struggle in the church. Paul said you have to purge evil out of your body. It's like you, if you got the, the cancer cell, you need to operate it. And the, right, the weapon of righteousness is also to punish every disobedience against the knowledge of God in the case of all the letters about the cult and also that caused disunity. It's the big thing in the first Corinthian letters in the church is that disunity due to uh, personal opinion, due to a different teaching, wrong teaching. And so Paul uh, came in had to send a letter and say, these are the weapon of righteousness and I myself even suffer to that. But and as he laid out later on, as the ambassador of Christ, you know, in great affliction, through honor to dishonor, but I continue to, with the power of God, with the weapon of righteousness, to continue to equip the church, to train the church in righteousness. Amen? So, uh, when your obedience is complete. So, you will bring, punish obedience until that person surrender and obey. Are you still with me? So some, I can tell you specifically, some people I talk directly in a way, I don't do, not, not the severely say punish, but they don't, they don't like my suggestion, they don't like my, uh, my uh, uh, you know, I, I, I require them to do, and they simply just leave the church, left the church, right? But the church is still open. When they come back, I'm full, I'm open, right? Until fully obedience. And that's how it works, right? Next one. Last one, I think the last point, uh, being treated. Uh, 
in a way, Paul talked about, you know, being treated uh, wrongly by people, but yet rightly with God. And he go to a series of uh, so-called paradoxical uh, truth, meaning like it, it, one angle is this, but the other is, 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 uh, is, ha- is at a different meaning into the one occasion. And so uh, he talked about what? Uh, uh, he himself and the apostle and the people who served God at that time, servant of God, he said, as a servant of God, as a servant of God, you and I will be treated as imposter, somebody lying, but yet true, right? Uh, people who do not believe in God and say, you're a liar, right? And they can call whatever name that they want, but as yet true, as unknown, yet well-known. Right, so for Paul at that time, I think people will, will kind of be famous, he known, but also it's unknown to many. Like in the case that he went to Athens and he tried to share the gospel, nobody knows him, right? So he talked to, to, but his community knows him, right? Then uh, Paul talked about as dying, behold, we live, right? Dying. People, like, he, he got shipwrecked, he got bitten up, almost like died in prison. I don't know when they're going to release them because they're no jail term. They just put in prison without, you know, uh, any trial. Then the one case that they say, hey, look, I'm a Roman citizen, you know, you need trial. Uh, almost like, like today, say, hey, look, I'm an American citizen, you know, you need trial. You know, this is big nation, Roman Empire that time is strong. So, so was, but they don't care, right? They, they even called him up, beat him. Right, and so uh, are treated as as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful and yet not and yet always rejoicing. I don't know if you feel the the paradoxical kind of feeling sometimes as the servant of God and the people of God. You feel that you know that that we are yet we sometimes we sorrowful and yet we rejoicing. We sang the song just now. And it's kind of a mix sometimes, you know. In the moment that we feel sorrowful, uh, some of you maybe continue to suffer with a job loss or even pay cut. If this thing going to get long, long, you know, longer, meaning at the end of 2021 or even go to 2022, uh, we never know. Nobody knows. So right now, you know, we feel, some of us feel sorrowful. Uh, some of us about maybe have uh, friends or loved one overseas that maybe got COVID and maybe... Uh, in hospital, or even uh, pass away, right? Sorrowful, and yet, as the ambassador of Christ, we rejoicing, as have nothing, yet possessing everything. Nothing but possess everything. I mean, as the Apostle Paul, as we look at the, his life, probably he possessed nothing, and yet he has many things that God used him. Think about the way that he's traveled to the, the whole uh, continent, di- uh, the, the different island, the places in Europe, right? Uh, by boat, you know, by feet, by donkey. I mean, that amount of, 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 of his trip that even today with, with airplane, we sometimes we won't even be able to travel that far. And, and, and yet he said that I have nothing, was that nothing, but yet have everything. As a Christian in this life, you know, when we compare about, you know, the, uh, those people on the, the, the top, uh, uh, the rich people in the world, we feel like we have, we have become zero and nothing. But actually, we have everything because we have Jesus Christ, 
right? Beside what we, I don't know. We, you know I, I, I just think like, you know, whatever happened to the pandemic, right? You know, job loss and everything, the economy going down, you know, and uh, uh, as long as we can go, you know, to the field and to plant vegetable, we have a bit of rice and, you know, a, a bit of shelter, whether a cottage or a farm, uh, we're doing okay because we have everything, right? We're pretending to life. That is Christ Jesus. Because we, when we, you and I have eternal life, we're not worrying so much about the temporal life. Are you still with me? Amen? Are you still alive? <laughs> Those who are watching online, right? So, as the ambassador of Christ, let me sum up here. Do not go out and expect people treat you nicely. Come on. That's why better you say, this is too hard. I don't want to be ambassador of Christ. It's okay. It's okay. Better to know the cost of being disciple of Jesus Christ. Right? So do not expect people treat you nicely in workplace, in neighborhood, all of that, whether authority. Because even in the time of Paul, even in the church and as pastor, I do hope that people treat me nicely, but I do not expect or have the entitlement that you must treat me nicely because I know as a servant of God, this thing we have to go through, being mistreated by people and yet rightly with God. As we have the weapon of righteousness, let me summarize here, so that we can keep us from falling from His grace and train us into godliness and righteousness. Amen? This weapon are not meant to destroy. This weapon to really build and equip the ambassador. If the ambassador in real life have diplomatic, uh, diplomatic immunity, we have, the, we have Christ's immunity, that eternal life. Yet, we also have inefficient, we have full armor of God, yes. Also, we have weapons of righteousness. Amen? There is meant... Uh, five minutes of reflection. And then after that, we uh, uh, tie an offering and then a closing uh, song.
Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord, for your word that you have spoken to the Apostle Paul for the church in Corinth. And Lord, as we are the readers of your word today, February 14, 2021, where 2,000 years later, it's still valid for us. And your word are timeless truth. And Lord, as the Apostle Paul appealed to the church in Corinth, that open wide their heart. And Lord, I pray that as we continue to journey in this year 2021, whatever the affliction that we are going through, whatever the trouble that we face, the hardship that we bear, the distress that we encounter, whether we sometimes beat ourselves over depression, we depress, and we just beat ourselves up, or we beat others in verbal attack, in slandering, in gossiping, whether imprisonment or riots, in hard work, sleepless night, hunger, hunger of the soul, and even some real hunger. Lord, we have to maintain our purity of thoughts and purity of mind. Understanding of your word and patience to one another. Kindness to one another. And in the Holy Spirit, Lord, I pray that our life will be holy before you. And Lord, thank you, Lord, that you have given us the weapons of righteousness to train us into godliness and righteousness through your word. For our right hand and for our left. For our neighbor, for our friends, for our people that who in our offices, our school. And Lord, as ambassador, we regard it by others, perhaps sometimes an imposter, and yet we are true and sometimes we feel like we're dying or we live on. Sometimes that we feel like being killed by others emotionally. And yet we survive. We live on. Sorrowful and yet rejoicing. We feel like we be very poor and yet very rich in you. Have nothing yet possesses everything. If you are everything in our light, then we have everything. We thank you, Lord. We continue to pray that your church, this church, will continue to not, not withholding our affection from one another. As the church in Corinth that, hold, that, that withheld their affection for the Apostle Paul. And Lord, help us, Lord, to live alive and embrace this life that you have given us in full spectrum. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening. We pray that you and your family are encouraged by this message. Join us next time and do click the follow button on our profile page to stay up to date with the latest message. God bless you.